All right, Jimmy. No hard hats. No uh, hard hats. Not even, not even close to a hard hat performance tonight on a no Sunday. Anything. Double time. You know, you get extra pay. Nope. No nope. hard hats. No lunch so, pails. Sunday school night. Get in. Get your comments in early. Get your yeah. rage out early. This is going to be a short one um, because there's not a lot to say. Um, there's not a lot no, to say that you guys want to hear us say. Put it that way. There's not a lot to say that you guys want to hear us say. There's not a lot to say that we haven't said about this team at one point or another, um, you know, uh, before. And that's kind of what's frustrating. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what it comes down to. And there's a lot we're going to talk about. I think the refs were brutal. I think Draymond should have been ejected. Jimmy disagrees, but we'll get into that later. Yes and um, no. I, I also don't know that any of that matters. What I will say, you know, because the Celtics, most of their shit was self-inflicted again. Turnovers, same exact stuff you saw against Miami. Just forcing the ball into the paint, slow to make decisions, no off-ball movement, stopping the ball on offense, iso, iso, iso. One player Play- mode. Playing in traffic, trying to make ridiculously unnecessary, complicated <laughs> interior passes to guys who aren't even if they can't. No look it, bounce they, passes, like just stupid stuff. Man. So much stuff like that. And it's just so frustrating yeah. coming off that game one because even the Celtics, Celtics playing poorly and like looked like Golden State gave them everything they had in the first half. Celtics played like ass and Golden State's only up two. And you're like, right. just show up and you're going to win this thing. And they did the opposite of show up. They absolutely fell apart. So, I mean, and on top of that, you don't get any shots falling. Then I, I forget the final numbers, but the two-point percentage, they shot 40 from three again. They, they, everyone was like, oh, well, you know, the Warriors aren't hitting their layups. Neither Celtics, they didn't hit makeable shots. Also, the degree of difficulty on some of their stuff, taking it to the basket, was 9.9 out of 10. Just ridiculous off-balance, unnecessary force falling mm-hmm. to the side, just awful offense in every way imaginable, uh, you know, almost no easy looks. And uh, the whole thing, I mean, and credit Golden State for clamping down on their defense a little bit um, there, and they played a really good third quarter on both sides of the ball, much like the Celtics did in the fourth in game one. But uh, just gross all around, Jimmy. So I guess what I'll start mm-hmm. you with is – that whole roller coaster, you and I were probably the latest to jump onto the Celtics bandwagon as the season went along um, because of fear of, you know, this. this. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen it a couple times against Milwaukee, a few times against Miami, and then, you know, you see it again in the finals here. It's just like, <sighs> they, are we, we going to keep doing this? They play with us. They, they, they heard it's, it's like going back to the ex, you know, you think he's, you think he or she's changed and it turns out it's the same old guy or, you know, same old guy or girl that you, you knew, right. You know, maybe they've made some improvements, but, um, and listen, I'm not saying that this, the Celtics are back to their old habits full time and this is a horrible team and they're going to get blown out the rest of the way. I'm not saying any of that, but tonight was like PTSD, you know, because it brought you back to so many bad moments over the last couple of seasons where this team kind of fell into those types of traps. I mean, John, we were texting about it during the game. I mean, the turnovers tonight were atrocious. I think they had 18 turnovers, 33 points off of turnovers for the Warriors. Unacceptable. You'll never win a game that way. Um, After game one, I said I wanted to see a little bit more physicality, a little bit more presence down low. There was nothing in the paint tonight. Nothing in the paint. They didn't even look to, like you said to me, uh, no low post action at all. Um, I didn't think there was much physicality down there. They kind of let Draymond. And even when it got down there, Jimmy, they did hold it forever. Twice Al got the ball in the the post. 
maybe three times. And it just took him forever to get whatever he wanted. You know, go. it was just really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, every time they got the ball down low, they, they hesitated. Everything was slow. Everything was slow. Everything was slow. Everything was, like you said, forced, a little bit too complicated. Things that didn't matter. Things that didn't need to happen. Um, a couple of players, I mean, if you want to get into player performances, I mean, people are going to look at Tatum shot making and say, oh, he had a good game. Man, he had some tough decision, tough decision making moments out there. Bad turnovers. Again, with like, I thought that his, like, the way he kind of carried himself out there wasn't great a lot of times. Jalen Brown, another hot start to the game, but man, he disappeared in the second half. Marcus Smart, bad game. Al Horford, bad game. Like, these are the guys that we talked about. You know, you, you start to get to Al Horford, X Factor status. If those guys aren't showing up, you get a result like you got tonight where Warriors. Blew it out, blew, blew the doors off him in that third quarter. There, another good third quarter from them. Um, Curry did his thing. Clay is still struggling. Pool kind of got hot today, and the rest is history. It was just a very not fun game for Celtics fans. Started with the refereeing in the first half, and it carried over into just a poor performance in the second half. There, the fourth quarter was a complete waste of time. I don't even know if anyone watched it. To be completely, honest. I saw Neesmith out there, and I, I think I turned the channel. Um, yeah. I knew at that point that, you know, they weren't expecting to come make a comeback in this game. So um, frustrating game, you know, bigger picture. They took one out of two. They go back to Boston home courts in their favor still. So I don't, I hope that they didn't have that attitude going into this game. It kind of felt like maybe they were just content with taking one out of two um, the way it's the way it went here. Um, but you won game one. You're happy to leave um, San Francisco with um, a, a, ser- a split so far. Um, and you gotta again. You gotta set the tone again at home. You gotta get back to what you were doing well to get into this position, which is ball movement, right? Moving the ball around, taking turns. Not, I mean, not not taking turns, but moving it around, and you know, trusting your teammates to you know get you involved and also make the right decision. It just felt like none of that happened tonight. Tatum and Brown weren't on the same page together from the start, and they kind of set the tone. Everything kind of goes through them at some point. And it was just bad, bad from the start. And so, like, it's so funny. Like, it really does look like, I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss for words because, like, as I said, we've done this before. We've already done this show. We've done this show a bunch of times. When we were doing this show before they turned it around, we were like, it's Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day again. We can't we can't talk about this, this performance or this type of game anymore. And then they turned they completely flipped the script. But. This feels like one of those shows. And I know it's right. the NBA Finals, but We've it, done it feels the same. I, I can yeah. barely muster any rage. I, I, I really can't. Um, it's it's just so perplexing. I'm just, you know, you just want some of the, like, here's the thing. And what it's always going to come back to. And again, I will, at some point, when I get myself worked up a little bit uh, later on, I will <laughs> rant about the refs. I will rant about the Draymond thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some people are going to hear it. But here's the thing. Al Horford's 36 years old. You're not going to get 26 points a game out of him. So watching him turn into a pumpkin a little bit isn't shocking. Rob Williams is not right. Um, I don't know if he can play anymore the rest of the series. Um, The way he looks out there, he's killing him. He's a bad matchup, even if healthy. Not a bad matchup. He's not ideally suited for this Warriors team unless he is 1,000% healthy because they're going to get him in a bunch of actions and switches and make him defend the perimeter and get him on the move, and he's just not mobile enough. But he's he's 
awful right now. So that's fine. Marcus Smart had an uncharacteristically terrible game. But again, Derek White's playing really well in his stead. And Derek White's been was their best player by far tonight. So we're going to look at Tatum and Brown. And again, I know those points are there. Um, right. But it's just... I, everything flows through those guys. They weren't connected at all tonight, and that's really frustrating for me because the offense was so bad, and it was just, as you said, I mean, it was just kind of, you know, my turn, your turn sort of stuff. They just and they just allowed it to happen. It was, you know, I, I just up with is something up with Smart. I don't know. Smart didn't look right at all, and he winced a few times. He he looked, and it didn't look like it was the ankle either. He was right. like grab, he, grabbing at other really parts right. of his body. He, he but he looked right. He didn't look right at all tonight. Yeah, so that's a problem too. Tatum with the shoulder, you know, he's going through some kind of shoulder pain. But it's again, it's the, it's the, are you going to let these guys get in your, are are you going to be tough or are you going to be babies? That's That's what bugs me the most. Like, I get it. Some shots went down for Tatum and you know what? You need that because you need that swag and you need it when other things aren't going well. Mm -hmm. And he had that going on. He kept him in the game. And if not that, they probably, but are you going to let these guys friggin', you know, get inside your head here and throw you completely off? They're not tough. Draymond Green is a, you know, Draymond Green does Draymond Green things. He's one guy. The Warriors aren't right. tough. The Warriors shouldn't be able to get physical and throw you off your mark. You should be dictating the pace to them. And you can see it early. Kerr's trying weird stuff in the first half already with his rotations and substitutions, recognizing I got to get a little tricky with these guys. I need to be able to have these lineups out here to score at these times. And I can't do this. And Draymond Green was bad in the first half. He really was bad. They were worse with him on the floor. Um, And I think Kerr knew it as well. Um, And he sat for some stretches there. So you could see Kerr's wheels spinning. Like, what's the right lineup? To, for these guys here and how am I going to do this and how are we going to stay in this game uh, and the Celtics just folded um, and again I just keep looking at Tatum sad. with this it's sad it's sad because they they, just they're younger they got, they sh- yeah they should have more energy they, they should have more I want to say like fight in them because this is like they're kind of like the underdog the upstart the, the guys that had no business for even being in the NBA finals and Use that. Use that energy to show some toughness out there. You yeah. Know? Punch back. Don't The Warriors dictated that entire game, it felt like, especially in the second half. Now, Sherrod um, Blakely here to show some toughness. And they, and they, left Dray- up, they, they let Draymond run around like it was his party, you know? Draymond had help. Don't, don't, let's, 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 don't get it twisted. Draymond had, had help. Draymond. He had help. But was it, was, it three guys, was it a bunch of guys wearing black and white stripes? Was that his help? <laughs> and none of them were Kendrick Perkins this time. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, he had help, Sherrod. But my point was that they kind of let, and John alluded to it earlier, they kind of let the Warriors bully them around a little bit Listen, today. Jim, this, this was a game where you had one team that played with the kind of desperation you need to have every single mm-hmm. game in the finals. And that desperation, being at home, backs against the walls, some – questionable uh, officiating, and I'm, and I'm being very generous when I say that, it led to the Celtics getting punked. I mean, as, 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 as my, my son Isaiah, who's next to me, you can't see, said, the toughest guy for the Celtics was Ime. Yeah. <laughs> he was – and whenever your coach is like the toughest guy on mm-hmm. your squad, we're probably getting your ass kicked. So what I don't get is – and the reason I didn't start the rant early, because Jimmy and I disagree a little. I mean, oh, no, I don't let – I'm not going to – but I just don't get why the refs let um, Draymond bully them like that. Um, you know, 
even before the J- the Jalen Brown thing, which is a textbook technical. Yes, it's shitty to have a guy tossed. He put his feet on top of him and then pushed him. That's a technical 1,000 out of 1,000 times. I can't believe the officials. I, I can't believe, was it Steve Javi who does it for ABC? Who's... Uh, yeah, he, he talked about it. I can't believe he sat there and said, we absolutely allow what's happening in the game to to to, to uh, influence our opinion. And I was like, what? Like, so it's sometimes. I don't think that's fun. that crazy, John. I really it's, but you don't. That's that don't saying, the, it, that's that's saying the quiet part out loud, Jimmy. Okay. Like, you I know. I think it's that, important for the referees to understand the situation. I mean, we've seen it all the nope. time. And we see it all the time. So like, you can't call Why? that. If he already had, you can't kick him out of the game for that. Well, a foul is a foul is a foul. A tech is a tech is a tech. What you're doing is you're giving people a break. You're, you're actually rewarding bad behavior, which is insane to me. And prior to that tech greens out there, like he didn't get a call early and he runs at the ref claps his hands and starts barking in their face. That's a tech a hundred out of a hundred times. He gets a, he's pushing the line the whole time. So when you, again, this would be similar. Forget, take Draymond and technicals out of it. This would be similar if you were Golden State and watching the Celtics play really physical defense and not getting anything called. And the more physical they got, the more they were getting away with. You might be like the refs lost control here because once they established a precedent that they could bully our guys and push them around, that was the game. That So that can happen with officiating in general. But with Draymond, they're just letting them get away with murder here uh, left and right. Did it change, swing the game? No. But – I mean, you never know. But the bigger problem is the, and I hate conspiracy theory stuff. But every single time, if you're going to look and you're going to view ref, uh, officiating and wonder is something going on here, you always look at the first quarter fouls um, because that's the stuff that changes the entire tone of the game. It changes the way how how aggressive people can be defensively, whether they can attack the paint for fear of taking a ch- of, uh, of, of getting a charge called against them, substitution patterns. You get two quick fouls early, it really messes with your mind, and everybody on the Celtics got two quick fouls early, and then what do you know? Almost no fouls called in the second quarter. That's weird to me. That's weird. Unfortunately, it's not uncommon, John, and that's the that's the that's. I know. The I hate. It. It, I never like to give this excuse. I hate it, but it, when it's so blatant, it really it really is frustrating. Yeah, the, the Draymond stuff was definitely you know bothered someone on so many levels. And then again, as you pointed out, and I had heard back about what Steve Javi said, and and again, that should never be said. In public, if you want to have any semblance of confidence that folks have that the game is going to there's going to be a certain amount of impartiality in the game. So that that's problematic. But at the end of the day, listen, that didn't that that had nothing to do with Tatum playing meek. That didn't have anything to do with guys simply not stepping up and making making open shots. Golden State did a better job of closing out on almost all of Boston shooters. I give them much credit for that. They were a much better team defensively. But. The Celtics, I thought there were opportunities that they just didn't, didn't take advantage of. And again, 19 damn turnovers, 33 points. You're not beating anyone when you cough the ball up that damn much and you give up that many points. I mean, that's literally, yep. that's, that's like 30% of their offense came off of your turnovers. You're not going to win many games like that, let alone in a damn NBA Finals. Yeah. That yeah. was a bigger problem. The, all the damn turnovers. The turnovers. I mean, you could you could you could have dealt with all the, the bullshit officiating all all night long. But if, if but when you turn the ball over like that, you can't overcome that at all. 
and mo- most of it was again it's it's more of that self-inflicted stuff rather than the they're causing it um sort of stuff and it was just trying to squeeze balls into really tight windows. I mean, pointless interior passing um, that was really going nowhere. Marcus Smart threw two passes early that honestly couldn't have been caught if the guy started running for it five seconds earlier. They were so far ahead of, you know, whoever he was trying to throw it through. Just silly, silly stuff. And some of them, even if they did connect, were to a person that was going to have a difficult time converting it into anything anyway because there's you're passing it into heavy, heavy traffic. Even if the pass gets through, they're surrounded. All of these were terrible. On top of that, I actually thought the few times they moved the ball, they actually passed up threes. It's almost like Draymond got in their head before the game, which is they're not going to make as many threes this time. So White passed up a few we would have taken last game. You know, Grant passed up some. You saw the ball swinging a little bit. I thought they actually overpassed early and then stopped and then stopped passing completely in the third quarter and just gave it to gave it to Tatum at the top of the key and just let him dribble into double teams. And how many shots did they get late in the clock in that third quarter? The quality of their shots that quarter was abysmal. Yeah, yeah, and and you're you're looking at a team in Boston whose defense gave up 74 points. If you take away the turnover points off turnovers, that's that's gonna win you most games because you typically give up yeah. 10, 10, maybe 15 points off of turnovers. And if you do that, you're you're looking at a 2-0 series lead. Yeah. Your quarterback threw three pick sixes. You're not gonna lose the you're not gonna win the game. I mean, right. that's basically what it comes down to is you played defense well enough to hang in the game. Even when you factor in those flurries of threes there, a lot of that stuff is off transition as well, too. So the but the offense absolutely did in the defense tonight. It's not even I mean, it's not even close. The offense was abysmal. I hope someone asked Ime about Rob because him playing 14 minutes is just if he's banged up and he's got some soreness. OK, I get it. But if he's like he's playing like a healthy 14 minutes, that's a problem. That's a big, big, you know, he didn't. And that's why I'm thinking that, that he's probably having some knee soreness uh, again. But like I said, that his availability is so big in this series. Uh, they, it is. They need him. They need him. I, I think the, um, I, I, you know, so we, t- I, we talked a little bit. I thought Kerr was, Kerr got, I wouldn't say panicky, but Kerr started getting creative with some of the stuff he was doing in terms of his rotations and um, what he was trying to do, because I think he recognized he had to make changes here. Um, but now I have to think that he might be the one who's has to start considering it. That lineup that started the fourth quarter that really only played like 90 seconds because they didn't do anything. But the, uh, the Derek white, Marcus smart, Jalen, Jason, and Al lineup might have to be your starting lineup uh, going forward. I guess you could try grant, but honestly that's your most effective lineup. And that's the lineup you want to try to get to it makes no sense to not play them the most minutes together, not just wait until the fourth quarter for a closeout. So honestly, I think you have to go there and I think you have to limit, you have to make you have to you have to go single big and you have to make rob tice and he's got to play 10 12 14 minutes a game because that's all i think you're going to get out of him um and you're almost trying to hide his minutes at this point because physically i just don't think he's going to be able to be effective so you put him out there maybe during curry's rest minutes so he's not as worried that he's going to have to chase a little guy around the perimeter on switches um and that's it. And then you're going to have to go short with a, you know, with a short rotation there um, and just bring in Grant. And then I think Pritchard is playable in this series. Uh, that's going to be your rotation. But I think he may has got to get off that double big lineup because not just because it might be ill suited, period, to defend Golden State, but because Rob, uh, Rob and Al on the court at the same time, um, as the way Rob's playing, I don't think is going to work. No, 
No, I, you, it just, and Rob's, kill, Rob's killing you because he's not getting boards either. Not only is he getting lost, you know, out there in space, uh, but when he is under the basket, he's getting destroyed on the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And and this was one of those kind of a back-to-earth game for – Derek White, you know, four for 13, couple shooting threes. wise. I thought he was good though, but yeah, defensively, I thought he was solid. I, yeah. I, I thought he, I thought he did his job, but he's not going to have those kind of shooting nights. Al's not going to have those kind of shooting nights. And yet all that being said, if you simply also white, missed, white missed makeable shots. A lot of that stuff was in the paint, but yeah. Yeah. It was almost like he got caught in that, that, that should I pass? Should I shoot? Yep. I'm just going to do this sass thing, which is a shoot pass. And it, it never works. Right. Uh, so, Jimmy, you've been awful quiet, my friend. Yeah, He's I'm just, I mean, I'm disappointed. I, I said a lot off the top, I think, but I don't want to just keep repeating myself. But I'm obviously disappointed in the performance. Been, and some of it, I mean, the Rob stuff's un, that's just unfortunate because we know what Rob's capable of. And I, and I know that it's not the perfect matchup for him. But if he's healthy and running around and doing those things, don't tell me that Curry – and Poole and those guys are, are dancing the way to the hoop as comfortably as they are, or as they looked like they were in game two. I said after game one, I was like, the Celtics need to be more physical. I want them to to push the Warrior team around a little bit more. You know, they're the younger team. They should come be coming in with more energy, a little bit more fight. The Warriors, obviously, they've been there, done that, and, and they're probably playing a little bit smarter, maybe with a little bit better pace. They know kind of how the ebbs and the flows of the game is going to go. And they were the Celtics were just kind of outclassed tonight. Um, yeah. I think Draymond was kind of allowed to just be Draymond, and you can't. You have to make it difficult for him. You have to. You have to make it so that he can't feel like he can say and do whatever he wants out there in the court. He was. He was out there pushing Grant around. You know, he's out there pushing Jalen and screaming at the refs. I mean, they pretty much. He has free reign, I guess, to do whatever the hell he wants. It seems like you got to push least, back. Right, you got to well, push back. And 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 to be, I mean, to be very honest and candid with you, after he picked up that first, you know, tech on Grant, which was just an absolute, it was clearly Draymond playing chess while these referees were playing checkers when he picked yeah. up that because he, he knew the minute he got that they weren't going to do a damn thing for the rest of the night. But my thinking at that point, if you're the Celtics, you get even more physical with him and you force right. the action. You yeah. force him to react in a way. If, if Jalen pushes, if Jalen pushes him in the chest, there. You think yeah. he doesn't? You think that's not a double tech? Of course you it gotta, is. Of course it is. You, there's See, no that, way. That's my question, though. That that then that's where I disagree a little bit with the double tech because I felt like it should have honestly been a single tech. But when, normally they just on Draymond. But normally no, they but, call two there. I thought right. Draymond was just trying to be Draymond when he had like his feet up on Jalen. It's more disrespectful than anything else. And then that's a tech. But relax, hold on, Jalen took exception of it, and then I thought he kind of escalated it a little bit more. And that could have brought it to a tech level. So my thinking is that the refs were saying, well, if Draymond was kind of baited into a little bit more altercation there, maybe that's why they didn't give him the, the second tech and force him out of the game. Jimmy, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just gonna tell you right now. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. I mean, listen, I don't think I don't think that type of a tech is. I don't think that's why you put a tech in the game to to get a guy kicked out for that. Jimmy, there are eight other players on the floor, and I guarantee you, if that interaction happened with any of the other four Golden State Warriors and any of the other four Celtics, that would have been a double tech. I guarantee. I that. see it happen all the time. Of course, I just yeah. I'm just trying to figure out why they didn't. That's all. Well, because it was Draymond. We know it's why. Situational it's too, though. Like he had one. It's the NBA Finals, and they're gonna they're gonna obviously let that they go. Want a, him a tech is a tech is a tech. You know, I you know it is that, what it is. Though. But listen, but 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 again, I I hate that we're spending you know all this time talking about it because that was just one of the many things that the Celtics just didn't frankly handle as well as they should have I'm, I'm more disturbed by all the damn unforced turnovers I'm more disturbed by uh, yeah, Jimmy I think that's the whole thing Jimmy it's yeah Jimmy you brought this point up a, a few weeks ago about how you know or maybe John did I can't remember which one you did but about how all those boneheaded plays that we saw them making at the beginning of the season is so ingrained in their DNA that every now and then we're gonna see that shit on full display uh, and I thought we did that tonight. I thought there were too many times where Tatum was trying to get into the hole, trying to get contact, when in fact, just shoot the damn mid-range jump shot. Or kick, or, or just dribble, drive, penetrate, and kick it to somebody out for an open three. Do the things that you know work as opposed to doing the things that you want to do. Yeah. It yeah, feels like there's sure. only two things that they do. It's either continue to whip the ball around the perimeter until whoever has it last is forced to shoot a three, or get frustrated and try to uh, squeeze the ball and force the ball into the paint, whether by driving into masses and seas of bodies and foul hunting or whatever, which Tatum did countless times, um, you know, uh, you know, tonight, uh, or just trying to squeeze in passes that just simply aren't there. So I'll ask, like, is that dumb or lazy? Because, you know, everything takes work and work isn't just effort. Like you're sweating work is effort. Like you've, you're thinking like you have to play, Smart. You have to take right. what the defense gives you. So you need one time did I see a pass go into the middle and then somebody make a cut. And that was to Grant Williams in the first quarter, I think, where he caught a ball in the baseline, was able to finish at the rim. The only time I remember any off-ball movement uh, when the ball when the ball kind of moved there. Otherwise, it's driving into the paint with four guys standing around. Um, right. And th that's that's all they seem to get. Um, and that's it. And 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 that's they just did nothing to make life easier on themselves. They played slow. They were indecisive and they tried to force it um, into places where it just wasn't going to go. I just, uh, again, I think Tatum hitting a bunch of contested shots and a few threes masked what was going on a little bit early with mm -hmm. the offense, which was pretty ugly to start the game uh, yeah. and kind of stayed that way. There was really no, there was, there, there just really wasn't great movement. Yeah, because my, my big concern, and I, and I wrote about this for fullcourtpress.bulletin.com, was that they wouldn't play with the kind of hunger that you need to put a team to put your foot on, on a team's throat, which they could have done that tonight. Um, I, I felt I was concerned that they get fat and happy, and they played that way. That's that's where the laziness kicks in. It's like, yeah, we're not playing great, but we still got home court advantage no matter what happens in this game. But th again. This Celtics team, and you guys have seen it just like I have, they've been playing with fire this entire postseason. They have let games that they should absolutely, at a minimum, be competitive in just slip away or get their asses kicked. And you, at some point, you're going to get burned. And, I, I, you know, for their sake, I hope it's not here in the NBA Finals because this is a bad time for all those bad habits that you sort of kind of corrected, but every now and then they still pop up to be magnified and amplified to a point where it – 
frankly, it it masks over all the good that you've done of late. And all we're gonna re- and all people are gonna remember is just how you basically choked away or choked in the finals. Sherrod, um, what's up with Marcus? Is something going on there? He I was, yeah, he he did not look right at all in this game. And to the point where I mean his minutes, I think he finished with uh twenty five minutes, but he, yeah, he didn't look, something did not he looked off. Like I, I I wouldn't be surprised if if there's some some health issues going on that, that Marcus is dealing with now. Could be that midfoot sprain is, is giving him issues. Could be the ankle. I mean he's had so many damn injuries the last couple of months of the season. There's no telling what might be slowing him down. But he just didn't look like himself. Uh, right. This this looked like, you know, injured, not healthy, but going to gut it out, Marcus Smart. And at this point in the season, that's just not going to get it done uh, unless someone else can can really fill that void. And, and Derek White has been able to do that. But obviously tonight was just not one of those nights for D. White to kind of carry that load. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought right. Marcus' decision-making, too, was a little off, too. Yeah, everything about him looked really off. I mean, he, the shooting one for six, we've seen him have bad shooting nights before, but right. everything about his game really looked, I wouldn't say bad, just didn't look right. I didn't notice him. Right. That's, that's the, wor- that's the worst thing you can say about Smart, right. invisible. Not just barely attempting any shots. He His presence wasn't there. I mean, made one good steal there in that third quarter when the game was getting away, and then he went right up the court and turned it back, over, back for, over for his fifth and final turnover. That that play before the turnover was the only Marcus-like play I remember of the entire game. The rest of it was absolutely, absolutely, absolutely invisible the entire game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he didn't exist. Uh, you know, so and just bad decision making. Horford, I thought, was again just pretty much invisible as well. Um, and when he was visible, he was not making great decisions uh, uh, with the ball either. I thought he was pretty poor. Um, you know, and then Rob is borderline unplayable. When three of your you get three starters go two, two, and two, that's yeah. bad. You know, yeah, yeah. And it's then you like start looking heat. at. Right, and you start looking at the plus minuses. The best of the bunch was Jalen Brown, who was minus ten. When your best starter, plus minus is 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 double digits negative. Yeah, you play like trash that game. Yeah, and he it's because he he was his to be a lot higher, but he missed that big run yeah. by the Warriors. He was yeah. on the bench for that. The, right. the Celtics made fifteen two pointers in this game. Fifteen out of thirty. It's bad. No, That's not out of thirty. They hit thirty shots. Huh? Oh, sorry. I thought you meant 15 out of 30 shooting percentage. Um, no, right. 15 out of their 30 total field goals made were, were two pointers, uh, a brutal percentage, uh, from two 35% or so. Um, just horrible, horrible. Yeah. 24 <laughs> points in the paint. You know, and again, and Tatum, Tatum, Tatum outside of three was two of 10, you know, um, you know, Jalen was two of eight. I mean, just, awful just awful yeah knocked down a few threes kept it okay the rest was just dreadful offensively to go yeah. with 18 turnovers i mean I, the turnovers I is what know. killed them 33 points off turnovers i mean you're going to give them that many points you're handing them you're handing the game over to them that way you can't expect to win i don't have the numbers in front of you but i imagine there's a certain turnover number that they lose a lot of those games. It's, I think sure thirteen. 18. I think thirteen is the mark where, like, you see the you see the huge, yeah. uh, the the huge uh, right. uh, uh, swing there. They had eleven uh, and a half times. So. 
They had 11 at halftime, four more in the third quarter. They were already at 15. Assist numbers will say they're 24. Seven of those were in garbage time with the Hausers and the Neesmiths of the world. So they really weren't moving the moving the ball well and getting each other opportunities. And some of those were just dummy assists on made three-pointers, uh, not really swinging to open guys, not really finding anybody for open looks. Uh, almost none of that. Um, you know, uh, Bobby, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Bobby? What's going on? Nothing good here. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good here either. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. So Ime coming out of post game, mostly talking about the turnovers, uh, flood of turnovers again. Summed it up saying that they're good when they haven't turned it over. They've been bad and they've come in throws when the turnovers have arrived here. I know they didn't want to go the Draymond route. He certainly avoided it. Said he didn't expect the technical to be called there. Uh, oh, you know, him and Al Horford yeah. both told me. Him and Horford both told me. Green had little to no impact on what they were doing. He may even said he's just one player. We were turning the ball over the place. Hard yeah, they to, don't want to give him the satisfaction. The the, the right, point is, right. both of those things are bullshit. Like, yeah. uh, yes, they didn't think he'd get the call, but Hard he probably to believe that. But he could, but he probably could have. And did he impact them? You don't want to admit that he did because that's giving him uh, the win. But the reality is, yes. So I mean, both of those. Both of those answers are 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 garbage. Not that you didn't yeah, ask the right what, question. I just don't believe them. Let me start with the the call Classic. on the Brown altercation. There, there's a case to be made that Brown faded him, but that's not the rule book. That's not the NBA rules. If there's a dust up between two players, it's always a double technical. If you get another dust up earlier in the game and decide to pick up your first, oh well, you're out of the game. And so, just I'm stunned that they didn't well I'm not stunned because I I know why they didn't do it but that's just a completely ridiculous way to handle that situation and I thought it changed the whole tone of the game I thought it allowed him to get even more scuffles later in the game falling on Al at one play staying down just a little bit longer he literally just laid on top of Al and didn't let him get up on the baseline yeah pool got called for it it is astonishing yeah it is right. astonishing what they allowed him to get away with here. And not to mention physical plays, fouls. He tipped the ball away from Brown all over him on the play. Ime got a uh, technical on, and Ime uh, had a great quote on that play. He said, I just want to let the refs know how I'm feeling in all game, a demonstrative way, and get a technical on purpose. So Celtics yep. certainly, as you said, avoiding the Draymond topic, but frustrated with the officiating in general uh, this game. And I think rightfully so. I'm not usually an officiating guy. I thought this one was just dreadfully uh, officiated. And you know, Celtics didn't respond well. The close of the third was disaster defensively. So that's not true. I think it's a little bit of both here. They didn't respond. They didn't show great composure. And certainly down by 29, it speaks to that. But, man, brutal officiating to start this one. And then the Celtics start this game finding open looks, Brown getting going. Uh, you know, they're in pretty good sync defensively. And just a couple of those changed the whole tenor of this game. And, and as painful as, as it is for Celtics fans to, to embrace this, Draymond did exactly what you're supposed to do when you understand your Yeah, role credit to him. And understand what you can get away with and what you can. He knew damn well when he picked up that first tech that – I'm good for the rest of the night. There's, I mean, he would literally have to punch someone in the face before they'd even contemplate, and that would go to a review before they'd actually make the call. So you got, you have to understand. He, this is what this is what champions do. Champions don't give a damn how they win. 
they just want to win. And, and Draymond, he made it very clear that he needs to be better at anything and everything that he does in order for them to get this winning game too. I asked him about that, and he was very clear that he all of the, what he brings to the table had to be better in game two. And one of the things that we know he's very good at, he's very good at manipulating the officiating to sway in his favor. Yes, he picks up a lot of text, but that typically works out for him in the end because he gets a little bit more rope later on in the game. And so again, oh, that, he gets a, more rope than anyone I've ever seen. That's it's just absolutely that's just insane. That's just a veteran player. And again, I, I, win it. And I want to be clear. Yes, I think that set a tone. Um, I don't think that's why the Celtics imploded in the third quarter. I think they're mutually exclusive. I believe the Celtics probably could have opened up a decent lead if not for the self-inflected stuff and the and the officiating being horrible because they were they they were dictating the pace of the 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 game in the first half. I thought, despite some boneheaded stuff and despite a couple of flurries from Golden State, I thought the Celtics kind of controlled the pace. And that's why Bobby and I were like as confident as we were. I was like, I think Golden State's really searching for what they're going to do here in order to be able to pull this off. Uh, they were trying some weird stuff, and I really thought the Celtics should have been up by a bit if not for the self-inflicted stuff and the refs being as bad as they were, um, uh, you know, especially in that first quarter when they just called a bunch of ridiculous fouls. Um, and then the Draymond stuff as well. That has nothing to do with what happened in the third quarter. The third quarter was just, um, I mean, I, I, I'll ask you guys. You guys were there. Was there anything? I know Golden State put the clamps down, you know, more defensively this game than they had, in the, you know, uh, you know, during stretches of game one. But uh, how much of that was Golden State's pressure on the Celtics and how much of it was just a really piss poor offensive, uh, you know, offensive uh, game plan from them? A little bit of both. I mean, Golden State did a better job of pressing up on them defensively, not giving them nearly as much airspace and comfort as they had in game one. And so you, you have to give them credit for that. The other thing, too, that I thought was important was how Golden State was able to finish each of the quarters with a positive moment. They scored within the last like 10 seconds of the first, second, and third quarter. And so you're talking about another seven. And, and again, in a game that was as close as it was in the first first half, at least, that was huge. I mean, the, the Celtics, they, they let go of the rope in at the end of each of the first three quarters. And that was, again, a big part of why they got their asses kicked tonight. Yeah, Bobby, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I'm giving a lot of... I'm giving a lot of credit to the Warriors' defense. Gary Payton's return had, as I thought, you didn't have to play Iguodala, and of course he was out tonight, but that's just an upgrade there at this point in their careers. Much more perimeter versatility out there. Green on the perimeter, I like that wrinkle he threw out there. He did some good backline stuff early, but he was still out guarding guys, and that, I think, took Jalen out of the game after his hot start there. So he's proved to be that number two defense that they were coming into this series, the one that one that can stand with Boston now. The Celtics said it with ridiculous turnovers, especially some of those loose <clears throat> ball drives by Tatum in the lane. Uh, Ime thought the Celtics didn't do nearly enough job of attacking them at the basket, which I'll agree with there. But the way in which they did, and I know you quoted this, John, and um, Joe Sway thought they should have done this as well, is uh, they had Thompson on Horford. And that sort of seemed to bait Horford in there. Two or three post-ups through the middle of the game that just aren't his game at this point in his career. And I thought Horford as a whole, and he agreed with this, just had to be better in this one. Turnovers going past midcourt, missed bunnies in the lane, not really getting the ball on the perimeter and not finding ways to counteract that. And listen, we all wondered, were the Warriors actually going to get out there and guard Horford? In this game, they did, and they kind of took him out of it shooting-wise. Much better perimeter effort from the Warriors in this one. Uh, much more aggressive, 
much more unpredictable on that end, and that probably leads to some turnovers too. Yeah. Tatum said uh, he didn't think the Celtics got the benefit of the doubt when they tried to match Warriors' physicality tonight. He said that on the podium. So maybe that's- well, that's that's not wrong, Jimmy. I actually think it's 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 it, that's a another frustrating thing. You can. This is what bog, bugs me a little bit about what Draymond can get away with. It's not yeah. just getting in another person's head. It's he brings the physicality and is allowed to push the envelope, but then he also gets the benefit of the doubt on calls where he kind of just hits the deck because he's a out of control, wild sort of guy. There's three times that he went down hard. Like he got shot that nobody touched him. Um, and so he's able to buy those calls too, which really is strange that he can. How, how get... about the ones where he just plows through grant? I mean, I like, what is that? Yeah, he just I was plowed say through grant. Yeah. and got nothing. He went up for one and he didn't get touched and just got himself to the ground. I, the, the 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 he initiates so much contact and he gets the calls like he's Giannis there, which is very <laughs> bizarre. Like didn't we do think, a? Uh, you think he's the kind of guy that every time he hits somebody, he'd get called for it because they know he's pushing right. the envelope on it. But he's not. He got the benefit of the doubt on a lot of those calls too, which was surprising. Didn't we uh, do a pre? Didn't we do a pre-series prediction on what's going to make you angriest about this series or something like that? And it was it was just Draymond across the board. But it's, I think we all hit that one. <laughs> Cash it in game two. <laughs> no, mine was missed layups I turning into transition buckets. I picked Draymond. Oh, okay. Cash that one in too. <laughs> I picked Draymond. Co-winner. Yeah, that was an easy one. Draymond um, had as many free throw attempts as Steph Curry. Yeah. And to lead the team, they had the same number of free throw attempts. He was in their offense. How did that happen? Kind of the basket. Yeah, not jack and shots. Listen, you give the how he did that is when you've determined who's getting the whistle, and every time there was contact, you gave it to one. You gave it to one team versus another. I mean, again, I hate doing this. A lot of a lot of that stuff felt predetermined. It still has nothing to do with what happened in the third quarter because you're still in a position to win the game. Um, It was just, it was harder because of the first half went the way that it did, Uh, but. Again, and if they're and if the Celtics players are feeling that way during the game, which it sounds like they all were, we've seen that with them many times before too. They they let the refs kind of get into their heads a little bit, bother them, throw them off their game, and now they're playing against the refs and they're not playing against the opponent. I got a I I got a Horford, I got a Horford quote on that, which is you know Horford didn't say much here, but he did say more than he normally would on the subject after Doka got technical. He said, "I could see that coming a mile away. That whole first half." It was definitely different. We knew that it was going to be different, but we kind of wanted to just stay the course. It is what it is. Yeah, and again, it is – I hate this, Bobby. I hate it. I don't do this. I don't do the refs cost us. I don't know. It sounds like you do. I'm doing it. And I'm not doing it. <laughs> sounds like you do. This was – again, just make it look good. You know, like say it, know, say, it, say it, tell us the game was rigged, John. Do it. Tell you, us it's rigged. We know we, you know stuff I, happens. You just got to make it look good. You know, you just got to make it look a little better than that. It, it, it was pretty bad. This is my point. This is my point on the technical. There's a way to call the game. There's a rule book. If that circumstance happens, that's just how you call it. It's not really a judgment call there. It's just that happens. Both players get technicals. Green already has one, so he's out. Those when you move the line, that's when I think you're making a statement on which way you're pointing because then Green can get away with more stuff over the course of the game from there. And you, you sort of just give him three chances at the apple, right? Again, like Bobby, I don't know. If, shot and he gets to do it again. 
Bobby, I don't know if you're watching the uh, broadcast while you're at the game, but I mean, you know, or word gets back to you guys when you're there. And, you know, Sherrod said he heard it after the fact. Steve Javi, who's doing the, uh, you know, uh, doing the, you know, kind of in-studio official yeah, expert sort of stuff. Official analyst. Said the quiet part out loud when he said, yeah, as an official, you do think of what's going on there. And the fact that he already has a tech is probably a reason why you're not going to call this one a tech, even though it probably should be. And I'm like, you can't say that. Like, you might do that, but you can't say that. I was trying to remember. I think it was one of those Cavs-Warriors finals. I want to say, maybe I'm wrong, but he actually picked up a second technical in one of those games, and he didn't leave the game, and he just kept playing, and all of a sudden everyone's like, well, how's he still in the game? And they were like, oh, it wasn't on him. It was on someone else, like minutes later. I, I forget when that was, but that was just such a crazy circumstance. Felt like almost the same thing that happened here. I just, I was like, did you guys think he was going to get ejected after that? Like, I didn't see a way how he did wouldn't. I but thought he was, and I thought it was going to be, I, I, I thought it was going to be a big controversy because everyone is the, you, I get the mentality people have with like, you can't call that late in the fourth. You can't do that in a finals game. I know that's some people's mentality. But again, sometimes it's just kind of obvious. And in this case, it just seemed obvious where, like, I can't see how when you go to replay. If it wasn't a reviewable thing, in the heat of the moment, letting something go, I'd be like, ah, they let the boys play. But when you go and you look at the tape, you're like, this is so obviously a technical foul. You know? And then... It's... John, you're usually not this soft. It wasn't like this, like crazy. Just a like, letter of the law. It wasn't like a dangerous play. Like I mean, really, like it was an annoying Draymond Green moment, and it escalated a little bit because Jalen Brown took exception to it. Because it's you know called what? every other time. That's never. I don't even know if it is. You know, I don't know if it is. Yes, the, it the is. Bottom, Two guys get into a scuffle is a double tag. Always. I know, the but bo- the bottom line is this: you know how that scenario is going to play out 99 times out of 100 you got to play through it just shut up and play through it and, and, and play better that's all because i mean when we if we boil down all the things that went on the one thing that we come to at the essence of what happened was the celtics didn't play well enough to win they deserve to lose forget about the officiating forget about German. bottom lines they did not play well enough to win they did and yeah, so you're right on. you were getting yeah. distracted because I just felt it was you, you, it's hard, to, find it, a way to, avoid it's hard to not talk about it, but that's that's right. kind of my central point. Get past all of that. We keep coming back to the third quarter. It's right. again, it's why aren't the guys who should be the toughest minded Celtics sometimes not? How do you give a 40 to yeah. 16, 140 to 16 turnaround in the fourth quarter and then have everybody absolutely wilt under the pressure? Uh, including your stars in in that in that third quarter, and let the game get away from you. Joe Sway, jump in. You got to let something like that galvanize you. Like honestly, when you think about, it, like, yes, Draymond Green can get other people's skin. We know that already. He does a really good job at that. But you can't let that disrupt the flow of your game. Now, look before before things got really chippy between him and Jalen. Jalen was on he was on a tear. That first quarter start was like oh, okay. This the same momentum that we saw in <clears throat> game one. He's coming right back with the same energy, you know, to, to start things off in the first quarter. And I thought that, that that the Celtics would have been in much better shape, obviously, if he was able to sustain that throughout. But I just felt like whether it's the head games, the physicality, I don't know, maybe even your, your ego being bruised. These guys just they they they, 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 
in general, Jalen lost his focus, and it wasn't just him, but it's just when you stack up all those turnovers against a team like the Golden State Warriors, you put yourself in a really, really tough spot. And look at the, that third quarter. I mean, you already went into the second half with way too many turnovers than you should have. You have a two-point deficit going in, which is another blessing right there. Something similar to what we saw in game one, but you come with the same energy or even worse in that third quarter than what we saw compared in game one. You know, and these guys, look, so Gary Payton Jr. coming back, or Gary Payton the second coming back, I think obviously made an impact. You know, the crowd was on his feet, on their feet, and, you know, the, the energy actually got to talk to him for a little bit along with his dad. We'll, we'll put that up on CLS Media and, 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 you know, after the show. But I just thought that, that the energy was against them, and they needed something to galvanize them. And instead, their emotions, their ego, it went the other way. It went the other direction. And, and the Golden State Warriors, man, they, they capitalized on that in a big way. They weren't going to let that happen again. That sort of fourth quarter collapse that we saw in game one. It wasn't going to happen two games in a row here. It, it was just no no chance for that. And, of course, that deficit going into the fourth quarter was way way worse than what we saw in game one. Way worse. Um, here's um, – this is – we talk about whether they're acknowledging or not. They don't really want to give him credit. Here's Al Horford talking about uh, Draymond's, uh, Draymond's impact on the game. First row in the middle. Hi, man. TLNS Media. Al, what kind of impact do you think Draymond and some of the dust ups you got in out there and just the physicality he was playing with had on you guys composure-wise, especially after a few of those altercations you guys had early in the game? No, no impact. Overall, his defensive intensity? I mean, he's going to do what he does. We're not worried about him. You know, we're going to do what we do, focus on us, and um, we just didn't get it done tonight. We'll be better at home, game three. Well said. Well said. You have to be beyond this at this point. All right. You're bad. But I don't, right? but I don't believe identity. him. But I don't, but I don't believe him. I don't wow. believe yeah, him. Because it doesn't fit your narrative. No, because he, you, you're telling me they did, he didn't get in their head. Of course they did. Of course he did. No, I actually, yeah, but he's talking about, he's talking about that chippiness though. What he's trying to say is that, that they can survive that and that they should be, they should be. Yeah, then do it. Not he's, not gonna gonna do it. Props. he's not going to do it. Props. That's like, that's, I that's agree. Like at the game one. That's like, I agree. Being like, being like, oh man, you know, out really, really did a number on me, man. I couldn't keep up with him. Like, he's not going to say that, John. <laughs> <laughs> but right. we know that, that that's true. Nor do I that's think he happened. is. I don't expect him to. I mean, John, Al, don't Tatum, play the same game. Al, Tatum, don't play the same game. Tatum commented on, on Draymond too. If you can find that clip, maybe at some point you can post that one. But I, I, um, I, I he said I he does what he does, but. It, we, it's on ourselves to take better care of the ball. You know, so he pivoted off it pretty quick. Exactly. Yeah. You did well, this he, to yourself. He, he's right. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I, I, as much as I, we all know that Draymond had an impact, I don't give a damn what anyone says, the bottom line is you've got to play better. This is about – this really is about the Celtics more so than Draymond because Ooh, you Celtics really to play like crap. What you got, Joe Sway? What you got? Uh, Jalen Brown said at one point, Draymond Green was going straight up for you youngins who don't remember this. Straight up our test on him. Trying to pull his shorts down. Playing games like that. <laughs> yes. Throwback to the way our test used to play defense before he became a Laker. Uh, that's what was going on according to Jalen. Wow. He just said that right now. He's at the podium. So uh, that should be interesting. We should get some more quotes soon coming out of that uh, podium. But yeah, man. Like, I, I look, the way Jalen was, was playing in that first quarter, I, I just... You can't say that that wasn't the case with, with Draymond. You know, he was just emotional. I, I felt like he just couldn't find his rhythm after that. And then the, the, the team went the same way. And look, I'm not going to put all that on Draymond, but Jalen in particular, I'm not quite sure. You know, I, I think for, for in that case, you know, Draymond made an impact in a way that that uh, that, that, that really stayed with Jalen right now. Just sticking with him right now. Got to get over it. Got to get over it. You, you, oh, you yeah. Can't, 
And, and it's easy to say that now, but you got to get over it in the moment. When a guy is, is, is clearly trying to get in your head, you have two choices. You either allow him to do that or you don't. And the Celtics, right. I thought, consistently allow Draymond and other guys to get in their heads and yeah. get their focus off of what they need to do, which is to execute, which they did a poor job of, and yeah. find a way to win, which they did not do. So, to me, Draymond did exactly what he's paid to do. He's paid to help that Golden State team win, and that's exactly what he did. And last I checked, Jalen, Jason, y'all paid to do the same damn thing for Boston. Mm. And – um I think one thing about the Celtics that we can say is that they've responded pretty well to adversity, to losses, and they've been able to make changes from game to game. So I'm going to be all eyes locked on to how they treat Draymond. And I know the I, I know that it being a home game, that the fans are going to do their part. But I'm interested to see how the Celtics treat Draymond when he when he gets out there and how they Does, handle that aspect of the game. What's that? John? Doesn't bother him. Um, I don't think, and I think everything that you guys said, um, you know, you know, you know, comparing to Rodman, like once he, once he, once you start talking about him, he's already done his job. So he's already there. I know that doesn't bother the fans getting on him means we're losing our focus and paying attention to that's what fans do. You're losing your focus and paying attention to a guy who's like, not, not, I'm not gonna say not consequential, but really not. Not the guy you should be directing, you know, your attention to. Now, this is going to be some good bulletin board stuff uh, for the Celtics. If they weren't, if they didn't get punked enough already by what, you know, Draymond and the Warriors did, this is what Draymond said about the Celtics um, and how they kind of turned up the heat on them. Okay. Like I said, we, we didn't play with enough force the entire 48 minutes. We had spurts where we played with the right amount of force in game one. But overall, against a team like that, you can't let your foot off the gas pedal. All they need to see is one shot go in, and, and it can start a domino effect. And so uh, we knew, like I said last uh, last game, they are who we thought they were. And so we knew we had to keep our foot on the gas pedal and not let up, and we did that, and we're able to come out with the win. Yeah, they are who we thought they were. We didn't <laughs> let them off the hook. They're exactly who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, wow. Okay. Yeah, slam, yeah, slam the table. Just slam the table one time. They were who we thought we let them off the hook. Rest in peace, Jenny. Yeah. I know. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Wow. Well, hey, let's play ball. All right. Let's go. Game three. Let's go. Yeah. Hey. Game three is going to be Celtics, Celtics fans will be Dray- ready. Celtics fans, the, will be ready. The, Celtics fans will be Draymond but, ready. But, to this, but are the Celtics players going to listen to that quote? And if they have pride, and I know they do, if they do have it, they're going to come out. With a lot more physicality and a lot more intensity and a lot more effort and all those things that you want to see in your team because Jamon's just punking them on the court. He's punking them on the podium now. Like you can't let this. Who's this guy think <laughs> so, he is? So who this guy think he is? So let me take all over the damn place now. Let me take a thing you guys said about. Let me take a thing you guys all said about. Um, they can't give him satisfaction is what you said, Josue. And I think everyone's echoed this. Yeah. You can't say that you can't give him, you know, the satisfaction to know that he got under your skin X, Y, Z, even though Jalen's kind of giving it to him a little bit right now, but I understand that, but fine. You don't want to show that after the game. Why are you showing it during the game? What, why does Jason Tatum look like the most frustrated person who's ever lived every single time something doesn't go right in a game. Can't you just be, just roll, just roll, just roll through the game. 
You know, like you're talking about psychological warfare here. If you if you show people you're frustrated, that's just feeds them. You know, like a guy like Draymond feeds off of that. He watches you complaining, sulking, chirping, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to help things. Just shut up. Just get tough. Just just get after it. You know, like yeah. it, you can play bad sometimes. It's OK. But like it's just. just I don't know. It's just one of those games where you just your all your best players just look like they're sleepwalking and like, oh my god, how are we going to possibly fix this? You know, everything's so bad. Nothing's going our way. Just, just take your lumps, man. Take your lumps and move on. Yeah. You're going to lose some games. You're going to play poorly some games. It happens. Uh, but it's just, just get just get over it. Hold on, Bobby's jumping in here. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, it's poor, poor, poor body language for sure. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I was just What's in up, with Bobby? Brown. Just in with Jalen Brown talking uh, a lot more about Draymond than others were willing to uh, out of the game. Did Draymond pull those shorts down or, or, or not? Nah? Is that true? Was yeah, Draymond trying to pull those shorts down? He tried to pull my pants down. Not sure what that was about. Yours <laughs> too, Bobby? Funny. <laughs> savage. What a savage. Yo, he must have saw. Yeah, he's just guy. going around pulling people's pants down. You can't what the hell do is that. he doing? To, why was he doing that Well, shit the refs to Bobby? are letting him. The refs are allowing him to do it. <laughs> Bobby, what did you say to that? Yo, How did chill. you respond, Bobby? What's your comeback, Bobby? How are you going to come back from that? Yeah, I, I don't know, especially when they're allowing it. Yeah, <laughs> no law here. But um, yeah, be Draymond, interesting comment as well. It's yeah, not, we, we, it's not that I'm saying they necessarily treat me different. I've earned differential treatment. I that's, that's I embrace not, that, Bobby. That's that's just not phenomenal, Bobby. Not phenomenal at no, all. No, that's not at it. All. That's not it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of it's it's kind of shocking because like i said you can and i know it's 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 correct but stuff happens in the third quarter there that you say oh gotta do better than that anyway but it, it's a flow of events everything from what happened in the second quarter there flowed into the third quarter and i think it just piled up on them and again if you don't know how it's going to be officiated you don't know how to react it makes it really tough so i do give the celtics some leeway here uh, on what happened there in the third, especially, I mean, the end of the third there, it goes from six uh, to 16 pretty quickly, and then it goes to 23 off the two pool shots from pretty much half court. Uh, so once you get to that point, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Like, that's the Warriors stuff that you just really don't have an answer for. Um, so I thought the Warriors played great defense here. I thought they made a lot of good adjustments in terms of how they lined up defensively. And Again, you, you blast the Celtics for their turnovers there. There were a few really careless ones. Smart going in transition, Tatum in the lane, like I talked about, oh, Horford man. going past half court. Um, but I don't know. I don't feel like the Celtics are in trouble here. Do any of you? No, no because anyone different could show – They could, a different team could show up quarter to quarter. You yeah. know, that's kind of the thing. I still feel yeah. like they're the better team here. I still feel like there's a lot of matchup well, I, issues for the Warriors. I do too, actually. That's the thing. The only thing that yeah. concerns me a little bit is that there were a couple of guys that, that I thought the Celtics without really – because they didn't give great effort, they kind of activated. Jordan Poole, um, I don't know what to expect from him in the next game because he made some shots that looked very much like the shots that we've seen him make that put him in that six-man of the year. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was a little front running though, wasn't it? I mean, they were big yeah. when those started. To like, fall. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. see he your Jordan. Why was yeah. he? Why was he flexing like he had twenty points? <laughs> right, I'll see your Jordan Poole. I'll raise you a Clay Thompson. You know, like you know, Clay yeah. was Clay was awful. Yeah. You know, and I, you know. And that's the other, that's kind of what gave me confidence in the first half. I'm looking at that team and I'm like, I don't think outside of Steph, yes, a person or two might get hot and have a, have one of those games. I don't think anybody here is going to beat you. If you stay on point with your defense, you're 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 going to eat so you're going to take some shots, but they're just never it's same thing. I just don't think they'll be able to distance themselves because I just don't think there's enough guys, individual playmakers that can win matchups against the Celtics. As long as you stay disciplined, don't fall asleep. Play hot, play up high on those screens. Don't give away the threes like you gave up in the first half of game one. Um, and don't lose people on those back cuts. And then they did, they got a lot of layups yeah. tonight. Um, that's what killed them. That's, that's what, of course, the Celtics, and that really hurt and, them. And the Celtics kept missing layups too. It was like well, a ton. The, the Warriors so, missed a ton of layups too. They would have been leading by even yeah. more in the beginning. But at the end of the day, I bet if you counted up, the Celtics missed more, more, more shots in tight. Warriors missed a ton early, though. You're right. Um, so I do want to get to that Looney Rob parallel there because man, is he a release valve for the Warriors? Wait, who they, was they talking about that? A, you're talking about Bobby. Warriors making shots around the rim. <laughs> None of us was okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he he's Bobby's doing valve. that. Let's do the conversation over here now. Oh, he's a release valve. That's where a lot of the shots came from. He had what five dump offs or so that he was yeah. able to finish in there. A near automatic. So, you know, it's only two points at a time there. But, again, it's it stops that you garner. It's pressure you put on Curry in the lane that he's just able to drop off to there. And Rob, uh, by contrast, back to the bad Rob. I mean, zero offensively. Looks like he's in pain there in the third quarter. He goes down for a little bit. They got to take him out. They got to go with the Grant lineups and even some Pritchard Tice stuff in that third quarter that didn't work all that well. I think and you have again, to start. Just, I think you got to start white. Yeah, it's just you don't. Know I'm not even going Grant anymore. I'm, I'm going white. No, no, keep white. Keep white where he is, man. Coming off the bench, he's he's, he's doing well on that role. I, I I don't I don't think you shake it up quite yet. But I, I'm with you, Bobby. You know, going into the series, we knew Rob's going to be questionable throughout. We knew that you know he can make an impact. You know, if, if my whole thing was two solid performances out of Rob, and it could put the Celtics in really good shape of winning this series. However. Just because he's activated doesn't mean you're going to get good Rob every single time. I mean, that, that's the thing. Listen, this is the NBA Finals. You know, there's five games left, four games left, whatever it is. He's going to try to give it all he's got. But at the same time, we're not sure how he's going to perform, how that knee's going to look. You know, and, and it was clearly bothering him. By the second half, you know he could barely move up and down the floor. You know what moment killed me, John? They finally got him the ball at the elbow. And he's looking, looking for to make a pass. It's like the first time this entire postseason he's in a playmaking position. You're like, yeah, he's going to finally do and it. nobody moved. And he, and he fires it down to Pritchard in traffic, and Pritchard just got the mall. It was an awful decision. And you're like, oh. <laughs> no, that was a good pass. Pritchard had to shoot immediately. You I don't little know. Guy, There's a lot of traffic there. Little guys cannot – look, you're a little guy. You shoot fast. Do you, you think do it was not, Pritchard? You do not pump fake. If you, once you get that, you, you just if you don't shoot right. right away, you you kick it back out. It was a clean look. Pritchard's either got to stop and pop before he gets to the rim, or when he gets there, he's got to put it up. But he held too long. Was like shit. Tried to get a guy in the air. Then a, then help came over. That was never gonna. He just waited a beat too long. He had to. He had to get that ball off quick. I actually like that pass. 
Right, I, I just, it's again, it's like the second, it's a second time all game somebody cut to the basket. So I'm glad they were rewarded for their effort. Everybody else was just standing around. Yeah, and Brown talked about that too. He thought Celtics were mostly standing around waiting to get bailed out. All game. Almost, uh, almost didn't Ime seem talked like about he, that too. Yeah, almost yeah. didn't seem like he liked the whole Eme take a technical thing there because it was just like, you know, we're not going to get the benefit of the officiating here. We didn't make plays off of it. Um, you know, he was more willing to talk about the Draymond stuff than everyone else was, but he said at the end of the day, Celtics have to be more physical. Uh, they have to respond in a urgent way to what was going on there. So I like that response from Jalen. Um, overall, I've liked this series so far. It was just, what do you think led him to that one for 11 stretch there? That was kind of baffling after how he started. High degree of difficulty. Yeah. I mean, he, he missed a couple open threes, but I just think they, they didn't take quality shots. Um, we talked about JB on Draymond. Let's hear, let's hear him uh, real quick. Here's what he had to say about Draymond. That translate and what did you think of that whole foul situation? Uh, in that, that situation, uh, Draymond fouled me on a three and put his legs on my head or whatever. I tried to get up, you know, um, but that's what they're going to do. That's what he's going to do. He's going to try to muck the game up, try to raise a level of intensity. Um, we got to raise ours. I feel like they got away with a lot tonight, um, but we got to come ready to play, um, come ready to meet that, meet that physicality uh, on both ends. Fair. He's going to put them in their feelings. That's what it is. Uh, what do you What do you guys think happened to Jalen? Where he kind of disappeared? What happened there? I mean, again, you can easily point to this where got in his head and Jalen played bad the rest of the game. I don't know that that's directly the reason why, but um, you know, I. I don't think they did a good job. I, I mean, he clearly really didn't do anything um, the rest of the game after that. I mean, nothing. Uh, they, they, I think. He's in his field. A couple things. I mean, Golden State's defense did a better job on him from top to bottom. There, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but when you throw in the Draymond theatrics, that just only added to the things that Jalen was trying to compartmentalize in this game. And he didn't do a good job of it. Bottom line, he he got in his feelings. If, if that's what it looked like to me, that he was thinking way too much about Draymond and and things that have nothing to do with getting to the right spot, mm -hmm. finishing at the rim, attacking off the dribble, raising up for the three point shot when you're open, as opposed to when the defender is closing in on you. It just seemed that yeah. his, his entire rhythm was thrown off. You know, really after that really great start to the first quarter, and he was never able to get it back. It's like they go into victim mode. You know, it's like, oh, the officials aren't giving us anything. This guy's being chippy, you know, and it just takes them out of the game, especially Jalen in particular, you know. Tatum and I Brown thought, go. I thought, I thought that was it. That was the case. Tatum and Brown go one for eight there in the fourth, in the, in the second half, basically the third quarter because they didn't really play in the fourth. I mean, combined, that's it. Ball, ball game, you know, like yeah. your, your, your stars can't, can't disappear like that. When the game right. on the line, your stars can't disappear like that. Right, and that's why Ime went straight to the bench. Hey, I, I sorry, two for eight, two for two for eight combined. Sorry, Tatum hit one the, three. Yeah, he hit. He, yeah, he waved the uh, he waved the white flag, and, and rightfully so. Like, hey, if you guys not gonna play, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you guys out. I don't care yeah. if they still have Draymond out there. I don't care if they still have Clay Thompson out there. They started that bring, fourth quarter with their death the lineup, unit. and you open yeah. up with a turnover, and then uh, and then an offensive rebound putback. Put back, yeah. Ball game. The first Place two possessions, break. ball game. Yeah, yeah it, it was over. It was over. Thanks for coming Don't out. Good night. Bless. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Drive home. 
drive home safely. Yeah, there's not a ton to say, but again, I'll ask you, you know, Bobby asked it earlier, uh, and we can put a bow on this thing a little bit early because, I mean, what are we going to do, beat on them, same thing all, all night long? Uh, it's a long, you know, long series. You guys are out there. You got work to do, so we'll, we'll wrap this up. But, um, okay, after two games, which one – who's – What's the real Warriors? What's the real Celtics? Um, and again, all we can ask is both teams playing close to their best level. Who do you like? And who do you like? I still got them in seven. I still, there hasn't been anything I've seen that makes me feel this thing isn't going to end in seven with Boston emerging victorious. Um, I just think they're the better team. I think they're going to, and they've been really great at making adjustments after defeats. Um, and they've been, I, I, I just feel they're going to be the better team at the end of the day. I just think that's what ultimately what has gotten them to this point. Uh, but the one thing that I will say, and I'll just leave it at this, is that they got to stop playing with fire. They have they have been flirting with defeat and having their season Yo, for pretty real. Much in the last two rounds, uh, where they they really put put themselves in really bad predicaments. And now, even though this is a disappointing loss, you still have control of this series. I mean, you literally can control how this thing mm-hmm. ends by simply handling your business and your building. Right, Will we right. do that? Certainly. We'll see. Yeah. You, well, still I like the chance spot. to bounce it back. Yeah, you still up, in a good Sway? spot at 1-1. One, one, one. Right. And I like the chances of bouncing back. But like Gerard just said, I mean, why do you have to go the hard route every single time? You don't have home court advantage in this series. I don't I don't think the Celtics – I mean, look, Game 7 is a, is a coin flip, in my opinion. But – I'm probably, if I'm a betting man, I probably like the Warriors' chances. And that's why going into this one, I, I still think the Celtics can pull it off in six. However, you're going to have to, they're going to have to play again the way they played against the Milwaukee Bucks, right? You have to, after a win, the, the same energy that you bring in this, after a loss, right? Which is we're, what we're going to see in game three in Boston, back in the uh, finals is back in Boston after 12 years, you know, all that stuff. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I'm, I'm confident they can win that, you know, game three. If you win another one, you, you put yourself in really good shape. However, the Celtics have to be the same team that, they, that they've been. The, that that identity, that defensive identity, they cannot get in their own way. You know that that's that was the case here tonight. I think. And, and look, you got to give props to the, to the Warriors because they capitalized. They certainly made adjustments. There was they were they were closing out more. They were being more aggressive. I mean, that's what forced these turnovers, in my opinion. However, you're gonna have to bring it, bring that same energy back in Game Three because you know the Golden State Warriors will do the same. And there's a lot of other weapons here. I mean, there's not a whole lot of weapons for Golden State to turn to in terms of guys that can put the ball on the floor and score. I thought this would be the, t- the, the game we see Clay Thompson, you know, give us give us a better performance than what we saw in game one. And he went the other way. He reverted. So something's have to capitalize on this. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's Jimmy's rubbing his chin. He got something good. What you got? Uh, no, yeah. honestly, the Warriors played like a team that felt like they needed to win tonight and the Celtics didn't. The Celtics need to have that mentality every single game because when they do, good things happen. We've seen it happen in elimination games for them. When their backs are up against the wall, they play better, they win the game. When they jump up to a 1-0 series lead and they're on the road and they're already saying, oh, well, we already got one, that's the product that you saw tonight. So it's hard for me to say who's going to show up and say, oh, yeah, I like the Celtics, I like the Warriors. I add the Celtics in seven. They've split on the road. So, of course, I still like the Celtics um, in this series. I didn't like a lot of things that I saw tonight, but I also think some of those are fixable. Um, my concerns are with like Rob and now a little bit Marcus. I'm not sure if, if he's healthy. Um, you know, those, those two players will obviously change um, the game here if they can't get right or at least right enough. Other than that, 
I still think the Celtics are a more talented team as a whole, but they have to come to play. If they don't, the Warriors are too good, too experienced, and they can't take quarters off and expect to claw back and win the game. The Warriors are just too too lethal. I think you make a good point on Rob there. If he starts deteriorating as the series goes on, if Al's tank empties as this progresses, if Smart picks up another bumper bruise here, the gap definitely closes. And again, I looked at the Celtics as the better team coming into this series. I, everyone around the country was looking at the Warriors. I think there's a tough matchup for the Warriors, uh, but they did close the gap here tonight with some of the adjustments they made. I'm not going to go the oh, the Celtics didn't play hard enough or show up road. It's some of that, but the Warriors made some really key adjustments here that made it tough on Boston, made things unpredictable. Um, the way they utilized Green beyond the antics like actually basketball wise was pretty effective there the Bielitsa minutes worked way better than anticipated and again swapping out Iguodala for Peyton was like day and night uh, for them so I do worry that's a good I'm not point. gonna go the sixth route I was I was thinking about after game one because I'm just like how do the Warriors respond like this matchup just looks so shaky for them and, and they did find an answer here tonight and this isn't a series like the Miami one where I look at the other team and say oh like how are they gonna do this they just overmatched the Warriors have every chance to win this series. They got the personnel. They got the talent. And if this goes seven, as I think a lot of us think, Sherrod just said it's seven-game series. Seven's always a coin flip. One guy gets hot, swings the other way. You can lose this series. But I still got the Celtics here in seven. Celtics so in six. Let's see. Yeah. It's, we're, we're back into the same Miami conversation. I'm not comparing these teams by any means. Um, totally different teams, totally different styles. But the general vibe, I think, still think is Celtics best beats the Warriors best. And I really do believe That's that. Um, but you just don't know if the Warriors are going to show their best more often than the Celtics do. And that's where you're kind of stuck guessing. So it really is hard to guess. Again, I'm watching Bobby and I kind of felt the same thing at the same time we're watching this. I'm like, Golden State's struggling to figure out how to play Boston still, you know, and you know, they're trying weird stuff and different lineups. And I just don't, I I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling what they're going to bring here. But you but, know what worries me, John, is if Rob breaks down. But I'm like already – I'm not going to lie. I am. I'm making my calculations based off of Rob Williams being 30 to 40% of what he can be. I'm, I have him. I have my expectations for Rob so ridiculously low um, that I just don't think he's going to be a major factor in the series. And if he is, it's going to be detrimental more likely than not. I think at this point you really have to manage his minutes carefully. And I would abandon starting with him starting forever, starting now. I think forever. you're in trouble. If that's true, and I don't think it's necessarily true yet, but if it is, I think you're going to lose. I don't know. It's a definition like a of no insanity. Shot. You cannot start Rob anymore. You, he does. He's not bringing enough here. I'm sorry. And, and coming from me, that's a difficult thing to say. I think you got to stick with him. Oh, I, I, I don't gotta, know I mean, he's the X factor to this. He seals off the... Oh, you've seen Tice, haven't you? He's the X factor. It's the, the person who you think is the X factor doesn't exist right now. There is no Rob, only Zool. You know, like, there is no... He's not here, okay? He's a different guy. It's that... The, you know the, that the means, guy you... Know, more Tice. Huh? More Tice. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, he, anyway, said more, he, said, yeah. he said more well, that's tight. That's an email second guess out of this game. Them going in that direction to fill in the rough. 
Uh, I'm not. I I think, again, I'm counting on limited stuff from him, but I'm counting on Marcus Smart to be Marcus Smart, not to be a guy who doesn't even remotely resemble Marcus Smart. Far more concerning his no-show. If it's due to physical ailments, that would be disappointing because you need Marcus. Marcus is the engine. You can't have him really not making contributions on both ends of the floor. Um, That was bad. He looked like he passed up shots. He didn't want to get involved at all. He didn't try to take – what happens – Marcus at the very – here's how you know Marcus was off. When the offense goes bad and goes cold and nobody can get a good shot off, Marcus says, I'm going to force the issue here. I'm going to take it into the lane, and I'm going to try to make some stuff happen. He didn't do that at all tonight. He did not get involved. So I'm really concerned there's something there um, that's, that, that's bugging him. I think if he comes back to – and you're going to get one-on-one off with Al, and that's fine. Anyway. Um, Again, John, if, if you're saying all of that, I think you got to pick the Warriors if all that's true. You don't tell me what I have to do. I don't have to pick the Warriors. <laughs> you think all that's true when the Celtics are going to win the series? No, I, I just I, – I have already ruled Rob being anywhere close to the Rob that we think is an impactful player out. And, I, and, I, did, and I did it a series and a half ago. What about, Sorry. What about Smart? Smart, I, 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 I'm confident Smart bounces back. I was just okay. – I, I, okay. I was shocked at the no-show. Real quick mm. before we wrap it, let everybody know about our sponsor, Calm. Uh, we definitely need some tonight, even though we are – as. I think maybe are we tired or are we just – is this one of those we're not mad, we're disappointed sort of games with the Celtics? <laughs> yeah, I think this is it. This is one of those. Exactly. That is what it is. <clears throat> we, get, is. we get one of those every uh, season. I'm mad. Steve, Steve. Yeah. yeah, this is, this is the bad the... yeah. You're mad about what? I'm mad about the officiating. I, I am. I'm, I'm saying not... at the Celtics. Oh, I'm saying at the Celtics. It's like we're not, exa- it was an exhausting game. Exhausting. exhausting. Jimmy and I got on here and we're looking at each other. We're like, all right, let's go. Like, it just didn't even have the will to fight. I didn't have the will to scream. You know, yeah, even a couple either. people here are like, let him have it, John. I'm like, I just don't have it. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's they, don't like, deser- they don't deserve to have it. Like I said, if you're, ki- oh, God, I just can't get it. They don't it. deserve anyway. your energy. Right. But we deserve a little bit of calm. We could all use a break here. We could use some relaxation. Calm, number one sleep meditation wellness app out there. Go to calm.com slash garden. Receive 40% off premium subscription. Mm-hmm. Get your mind and your body right. Most important thing. Some people are a little bit kind of squeamish getting into this meditation thing. It works and it does wonders for you. So please check this out, whether you have uh, sleep stories or forest sounds or rainforest or rain, you know whatever it is that you have your nature sounds I'm gonna um, toss on some rain after this songs uh really great stuff that kind of like you, you know lets you kind of chill out here um and it's worth it it's a great deal for um for for you if you want to try it out com.com slash garden 40 percent off com premium subscription for those who have the energy to and the will to fight um and want to take the conversation over to um uh our discord server clnsmedia.com slash discord many of you are already on there go check it out and uh and uh you know let them have it guys whatever anything goes Mm -hmm. but yeah not mad disappointed really bummer of a game uh i honestly i i i thought they were gonna i thought they were gonna win this one i thought they're gonna really put golden state on their heels um and instead we got three days of questioning whether the Celtics are tough enough and Draymond Green taking victory laps over how he got in everybody's head. And it's just going to yeah. be freaking intolerable. So, uh, 
Hats off to Draymond. You got you got to us as well. Congratulations. Yep. Draymond did his he, he Draymond was, he did even, Draymond things. He was even doing interviews with Boston Media members. So I wonder what those interviews look like. I actually love Draymond. Um, but I just I, I hate that you, you would. allow you would I, love Draymond. I do. I just hate that you allow him to do that to you because I think I think you can neutralize him by just not I, I think you can pretend he doesn't exist and 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 take away his no. power you know exactly, no. exactly. It, it, it's so no. easy because you know what his power source is and yet you still <laughs> feed it what the hell right. are you doing you know what he feed, you know he feeds off of your frustration i would do the opposite is i would be draymond to him and make him lose his cool you know um yeah. and, and just mess with him like taunt him make him shoot and be like oh brick right. you know like you know i think grant has some of that in him i think grant, grant i thought grant, grant was gonna break his brain a little Me bit too. if he got into him yeah yeah but grant was getting pushed around a little bit he was kind of yeah. looking at the rest something some something's need some production from grant because a guy like that might be a, a guy like been, Draymond, yeah very quiet no he's show been no show what were you gonna say john no a guy a guy like draymond does not want to hear it from a guy like grant <laughs> yeah right no. right yeah and Grant, they, Grant, they were getting tested Grant, out there opinion, too. He, he he could be witty. I think you know. I think he he, he could say. He could I think he could get. A, I think he could bother him. I think yeah. I think Grant and Draymond that that matchup that's not over yet in terms of a little extra physicality. We'll see a little bit more of that. that Someone's got to respond, right, Jermaine? Try pretty, to try yeah. to get him back with his own medicine. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, if they don't come out strong and, and they don't you know, again punch back figuratively, not not literally, then they're. They're not the tough team that I thought that they were. So yeah, be I'm tough. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Be tough. You got to fight back the bully. And I think Grant's capable of it. I think Marcus is capable of it. I think Jalen's capable of it. I mean, those guys in the past have not, you know, been shy going at other players. So I don't see why they would change now. Certainly. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, we are going to wrap it, but we'll be back. All of these guys doing a terrific job out in San Francisco. Bobby Manning, Josue Pavone, Sherrod Blakely, of course. Appreciate Check you. out the Luke Cornette interview. The exclusive. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Another one that happened. To, to, I was to waiting cheer for you all back to this L. I was waiting for that, Bobby. We should have just played that instead of this show <laughs> yeah. on a loop. And listen, and listen, Celtics fans. It's not going to be, I mean, it might be frustrating to see this, but it was, man, I got to catch up with Gary Payne, uh, uh, Cedric Maxwell. Uh, Gary Payne's son obviously inter- intervened a bit, but the back and forth between Max and and Gary Payton, man, it, it's funny. I also got some questions in for Gary, so check that out. That should be up uh, tonight. It was on the Cedric moments, Maxwell moments. podcast. Uh, it's on, no, it's on the channel. It's on, it's on, the, it's on the channel. Uh, it's on the YouTube channel. Yeah, it's, it's check, video. It's video, so it's good. It's good that's stuff. awesome. Yeah. Check. There's a ton. I mean, uh, the the channels are booming right now. With yeah, content man, we had a lot of fun these stuff guys, here. Yeah, yeah, man, it's been great. These guys great are out work. there killing it right now. So go check it out. Um, Celtics All Access for all of our Celtics content coming out of Golden State. And then a ton more going to be coming out of Boston as the teams return home with the series tied at one game. Three is on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We'll be back there. In Boston. Back on, in fans. Boston. We'll be there. Miles I may be making back. a I may be making a garden appearance as well, guys. So shh, don't tell anybody. Hey. Um, it's been I'm 12 banned. years. All right, it's gonna be. It's been one year. It's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about the stuff. <laughs> oh, for the, the finals, yeah, yeah. Most of the finals. It's been twelve months, yeah. not twelve years, Joe. It's all right. Twelve months. Damn. <laughs> I let you kids have the fun. I've had my fun. Okay. <laughs> I've gotten to see plenty. I've gotten to see plenty. But anyway, for all of you guys who hung in there with us tonight, we appreciate you as always. Um, and hoping for uh, a more spirited show on Wednesday night mm-hmm. following what Bobby 
is guaranteeing is a Celtics victory. Yes. Correct? Yep. He's feeling good about it. Anyway, oh, thanks, God. all. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, well, Sharad, Sharad said sweep, so he doesn't get to talk yeah, anymore. Sharad yeah, <laughs> guaranteed a sweep, so he's out. Yeah, no um, sweep talk. Anyway, <laughs> good night, guaranteed. guys. Thank you.